This is this is Faith Technologies Employee Podcast. Podcast. Plugged in. This is plugged in. Plugged in. Plugged in. Plugged in. Hi and welcome back to Plugged In. This month marks the one year mark of the Near Miss Good Catch program. To talk a little bit more about the success of this program and the activity associated with it, we've brought in Vice President of Safety Rocky Rollat. Hello, Rocky. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for joining. We've had you on a couple times, so I won't have you go through the introductions, and we'll go ahead and jump right into today's topic. So prior to us starting the the podcast, you know, you, we had talked a little bit about reporting. So to clarify, you know, we've implemented this near-miss good catch program formally about a year ago, but I think it's safe to say that reporting has, you know, existed in the organization long before. So what exactly inspired Faith to standardize the program, implement really more of that formalized near-miss good catch program? Yeah, near-miss reporting isn't anything new to us at Faith. It's been something that we've done for many years. Um, Got a lot of really good information um, related to it. But we just felt like, you know, as we continue to find new ways to, you know, help identify risk and eliminate hazards and risk on our projects, you know, we needed to continue to challenge our employees to be aware of the issues that may occur on their projects, you know, not just the safety team or leadership, but but all employees. So what we did was add, you know, another layer to the program where we, um, you know, challenged our employees to identify these near misses or good catches on a regular basis. And, and there were several reasons for, for that effort. And I can go into those now, Jessica, if you'd like. Yeah, no, that would be great. So several reasons is, you know, just to correct the possible hazards and eliminate you know, any potential incidents or unsafe actions that are out on site. You know, that that's number one is keeping people from getting injured. You know, the second part is to motivate the employees to identify and properly document these hazards or near misses more frequently. There's no punishment out there for any individuals that are reporting near misses. We want to correct these issues. You know, even if it is a, a violation of a standard, whether it's OSHA, whether it's faith or whether it's client, we want those to be caught because maybe that individual hadn't been properly trained or unfamiliar with that particular situation. So we want to stop that, correct it, coach an employee up, and then after it's all over, we have a better employee because of it. Trying to create trends related to any of these near misses to help encourage proactive safety culture. You know, this is something that we see a trend building related to a certain situation. We want to be able to stop what we're doing figure out a plan of action, communicate that, train on it, get that information out to all our employees so that, so it doesn't sit there and repeat itself. The other reasons for this was create safety ownership and employee engagement. So safety is, you know, we, we all know and it's probably said on this podcast many a times, our core value is uncompromised focus on keeping people safe. You know, that's not just the safety team's job or the executive team's job or leadership. That is everybody in the company from CEO down to the day one helper. We want every employee engaged. You know, spot any potential shortfalls we have in our processes. You know, we do an outstanding job of training our employees and communicating, you know, situations that we have. But if we have a shortfall and we're not doing what we need to do, we need to know what that is so we can correct it. And also trying to keep from reporting in silos or little pods, if you will. We want to take this information and report it out to the wider audience in the organization via email through our daily safety bulletin that goes out at the end of each day. 
or it's something we might want to report on during the M3 call, or even something where we can form one of our daily click safety questions around. So try to push this information or these near misses and good catches out to everybody in the company. Well said, well said. That's a, I mean, it's a great way to make sure that safety is owned by, by everyone in, across faith. In addition to, you know, promoting it via the safety bulletin or adding it to the click safety questions or the M3, we'll share links to these resources when we promote this podcast episode, but employees are able to go out and actually review some of these or any of these near miss good catch reports at any point in time through the employee portal. I just, while you were sharing, you know, a little bit more about why this made sense for Faith, I went back and looked and we've had nearly 200 in just a year's time that have been reported. So the culture of communication and transparency is, is very evident. Yeah. And that, and that, that 200 have been reported through the online near miss good catch form that can be found out on the portal. But we have several other ways that near misses can be reported as well. You know, we have the near miss at Faith Technologies email where an individual can go out if they don't have access to the portal at that time. They can send an email directly to that email address. It comes directly to myself. And then based on the location, that project or that individual, we can get that information out to the leaders, whether it's safety or field, to help work through communication of that near miss if it's something that's with a customer or client to make sure it's all getting taken care of. And we also still have the paper versions that have been out there for years that are turned in on a regular basis. I know there's a couple of our job sites that have set KPIs related to near miss reporting on their sites, and they've had thousands of near misses reported to their field leadership and on-site safety leadership and really resulted into a great safety culture and awareness for that entire project. And and I believe that that's carrying over to other job sites as they leave there as well. So a lot of good things, a lot of different avenues to report. And we're going to continue to leverage technology for this reason. You know, we have a, a new audit program that will be rolling out in 2020. And a portion of that program is going to have a near miss, good catch uh, reporting process on it as well. Great. Oh, thank you. That's very helpful. And again, we'll make sure that we share links to all the versions of the near miss good catch reporting system that you shared earlier. To that point, I mean, with all of these submissions, are there any that any particular examples or stories that stand out that would be worth sharing with our audience today? Yeah, we have um, real, really good participation from from several of our job sites there. The the Vandalay job sites do a really good job with it, as well as the Children's Hospital Project in Milwaukee. They've done a really good job, not just looking at things that directly affect us, but things that affect the public as well as other contractors out there. We've highlighted a couple different job sites on our M3 calls and rewarded them with safety lunches. We had a Georgia Pacific job out of Bowling Green that did an outstanding job with a big push on near misreporting. And Mike White was a superintendent on that job. And then as well as that children's hospital, they've done a good job of taking this and using the good catch log. What we want to do is continue to, you know, educate all of our projects that there's multiple ways to push this out there and the reward's going to come, you know, number one, that we're not getting anybody hurt and able to continue to work successfully and profitably on the job. 
but there is opportunities for us on the safety team to reach out to these individuals, recognize them, you know, bring them lunch, take them to lunch, do some things like that. So we want to continue to make this a, a big part of our program and continue to engage all of our employees, let them know it's there. Great. Well, thank you. I think that covers all the questions I had surrounding this program. Any other thoughts or additional information you'd want to share? Yeah, I would just kind of like to, you know, basically define a little bit of what a near miss and a good catch are. You know, there is um, a little bit of a difference there. You know, a, a near miss isn't just something that happened to keep someone from getting hurt. A tool dropped and it didn't hit someone. Yeah, that is a a near miss, but there's a lot of other things that go along with that. So just kind of identifying and defining what a near miss is. You know, a near miss is an unplanned event that did not result in injury or illness, but had the potential to do so. You know, so in a a way we were fortunate in the chain of events that kept someone from getting injured or property damage. You know, a good catch is something that is recognized by employee of a condition or a situation that that had a potential hazard but the employee had mitigated that hazard before it came into play uh, and provided a good corrective action or timely intervention by that employee so there are a difference but at the end they still have the common denominator of a situation that kept someone from getting injured or something from getting damaged so both of them are great to identify and we're going to recognize both of them as we continue to move forward here no very helpful and great clarification well thank you again for taking the time to join us rocky i appreciate you pausing your day to speak a little bit more about this program again if you have had the opportunity to listen to the podcast please feel free to like or comment on each episode or email us with any questions or comments at communications at faithtechnologies.com. Thank you. Plugged in.